You're listening to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. So good to see you all. So good to see you all. This is Victor Summers coming to you. From Miramichi, New Brunswick, sitting across the table from... Sam Rushton. And I'm here, Sam's here, therefore you know that this is the Shantyman Podcast. Podcast. A friend of mine calls it the Shantyman Podcast. Oh no, there's two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, I don't know if he thinks that it's just one person talking to themselves or... <laughs> yeah. Or or we're individuals and we're Shantyman. Oh. You're a Shantyman. We're yeah. all Shantymans. No, that's way improper English. I just, (laughs) we're all man's plural. We're all shanty man's. But anyway, this is season two. This is the kickoff. That's what you just heard was the kickoff to season two shantyman podcast. And we're so glad that you're tuning in right at the beginning. Um, It's good to have you here. If this is your first introduction to the shantyman podcast, you need to know that there is a season one. Feel free to go uh, pause the, the, audio right now season one was absolute garbage no it was not in (laughs) fact in this in this opening episode i I thought maybe we'd do a little review of like you know best hits yeah what was your favorite moment so we'll get to that in a a little bit i i do want to uh give a a couple of shout outs we want to thank those who uh make the shannonman podcast a reality iron house productions uh patty quinn doing the editing uh we want to introduce to you for the very first time fauna doyle who is going to be doing our producing. So let's wave to Fauna. She's over in the booth. Hey, Fauna. Good to see you. Welcome. And uh, you'll never hear from her. At all. No. <laughs> and we're not even sure if we're going to keep that in. But we'll see. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I was, wow. I was just trying it on. Guys, this is our first one back. And um, we're a little rusty. <laughs> Good to see everyone, though. Uh, Sam, let's give a let's give a get a little update on uh, on what's going on in your life. Because when we last, yeah, when we last left, we were supposed to do a live birth. Yes, that didn't happen. Unfortunately, our our listenership went way down after that. Well, it went to buy so quick that we couldn't were disappointed. Couldn't even. Anyways, it's just a whirlwind. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I'm doing pretty good. Me and my wife and our new child, Sloan. Sloan Holly Rushton are doing awesome. She is now uh, over three months old. Wow, she must be walking and talking. Um, now? Now? Yeah, probably more intelligently than you do. So, <laughs> uh, No, she's... Very, um, very advanced child. Yeah, that's right. Um, she, by talking, actually she... Oh, man, it's so funny right now. She gets, like, she gets going and she just kind of like... Like makes these funny noises. Yeah. Oh my word! But I love it. So what I'll do is I'll get in front of her, I'll smile, and then I'll I'll make weird noises or sing to her, and then I'll pause in between each, and then she'll kind of like respond. I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like she hears what I'm the noises that I'm making, and tries to replicate it. But it's fairly like rudimentary. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah. but to me it's it's almost like the most master, masterfully composed piece of oh, yeah. music when she does it. <laughs> it a, like moves a, me a, to so many emotions that right? normally like something like Mozart, Beethoven would do. I'm like, 
no, this is better. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh my word! And you showed me a little video of of her doing that, and it it meant almost nothing to me. Me, me and oh. <laughs> isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, no, that's hilarious. Because in my mind, I'm like, you gotta listen to this, this thing's amazing, and you're just like, oh, okay, it's a, a baby making a very simple weird noise. Like, what's so special about no, that? But I'm it like, really, it really no, is, Sam. It is, yeah. it is awesome. Isn't evolution wonderful? It's so cool. Uh, yes, it's. I don't even know how to respond to that. I'll tell you what, what, what our experience was. And now everyone knows probably my boy's 18. Now I don't have any babies, but back in the day we used to do what you did in recording. Only it was on cassette tape. We have, we have cassette tapes, which in 2000 was really old technology. But for whatever reason, my wife, Jody found a cassette recorder and recorded Trenton. That's awesome. On on cassette. And I think we still have them. His goos and gauze, we were like tripping over no it. It way. was so cool. Yeah. We should make that our new intro theme music. Like, yeah, like just, dub it. Just our, <laughs> our children just, just <laughs> yeah. tripping. Um, me and Marcy just watched um, the movie um, Instant Family. And I'm positive that now having our own child the emotional level of what that movie meant to us just skyrocketed. I don't know if you've seen that movie or not. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh my goodness. It's like um, got Mark Wahlberg and then another, I forget the actress's name. She's really good, but they um, decide they were going to foster into adoption. So they, oh, they get yeah, these yeah, three yeah. kids. Oh my goodness. I, I didn't actually see it, no. Oh, you. Ha- oh, it is so moving. And having Sloan now, it just makes it even more, like I'm at the end of it, I was just like, I was like, Mercy, we got to go adopt, <laughs> adopt kids. But then it's funny because then if you've actually seen the movie, you kind of relate to how they felt at the beginning. It's to me, it, it, Originally, they're like, they wanted to feel good about themselves, right? Yes. And then later on, it actually was meaningful because they truly loved the kids. And anyways, yeah. oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, do you remember having Trenton like being, uh, being a baby and what that was like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have really good memories of that. And uh um, you know, the, the whole emotions of being, being scared. I was, uh, I had another friend that just, just, I, I mean, I think it's been two weeks since maybe, maybe even a week wow. since he had his baby yep. and, uh, they've already been to the emergency room, like just, you know, panic, new parents, not, oh, not knowing. And I okay. know what that feels like. I know what it's like to, you know, I used to wake up and, and, uh, Trenton slept right at the foot of our bed on the rug and uh, I remember waking up and, and just listening to him breathe. Oh, yeah. You know, especially if he had a little chest cold or whatever. Yep. And, you know, how they just kind of, you know, stop breathing. That's normal, isn't it? But no, that's what I was thinking. Stop breathing? <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking, right? It was like, <laughs> when's his next breath? He kind of had breathing issues maybe too. But, oh, yeah. You know, just being being nervous and being overprotective and... Yeah. Although my wife would say I was not overly protective. She she had to watch him around me quite closely. <laughs> yeah. You, you let your child stumble towards the river one time while your back is turned. Oh no. And you oh, never you never live it down. No. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I'm I'm loving being a, a dad. It's just such a new perspective. I mean, I have to give huge props to my wife because she is so incredible with Sloan. Like you know how you get sometimes you get the baby that's crying, crying, won't stop, and you've tried every little thing. Yep. And then so usually when the baby's really bad, like I'm I'm usually okay. But there's sometimes where if like maybe I've had a bad day, maybe I'm just tired, I'm impatient. It it doesn't take long in specific scenarios for me to mm-hmm. be getting really frustrated to being like, 
you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And my wife, Marcy, is like, I don't understand it's how she does it. She just is like, she's, goes through it all and it doesn't yeah. phase her. It, yeah. it, 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 she's just like, and I asked her about it. And she's like, she's like, I have so much empathy for this child. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, how come you, you said, don't have this kind of empathy you, for me? You said, you said what's empathy? <laughs> what's that? Yeah. And she's like, if she's crying this much, it must mean she's in pain or bothered. So I don't yeah. see it as it's, it's bothering me. I just see it as we got, you know, I feel bad for her. And I'm like, yeah, you're incredible. I can't, yeah. I can't There's, do that. Uh, I can't do that. Women really are superhuman. Superhuman. Very definitely. Yeah. Good. Yeah. How about uh, you? How's your life going? What, uh, how's your new baby? <laughs> don't, I don't have anything new. <laughs> nothing new my my young lad's almost out of the house now he got his first time uh real job working shift work yeah the the old shift work yeah as they call it and uh but he's yeah he's he's loving it he's pretty much launched as i look at the uh led screen of uh airport which is just speaking to me right now because my son as we as we have to do with all our kids sam as we have to get them launched. I have no idea what you're talking about. That, you are the, going on the weirdest thing. That's the goal. The goal in parenting is to get your children launched. Like into, into outer in, space? Into life. <laughs> into life. they got to get launched. No, so he's... Yeah, yeah he's, I, all I'm picturing is like, you know, the circus ass, uh, uh, <laughs> circus acts where yes. they put them in the cannon and fire them. That's all I... I it picture is, Trenton flying through life with it, like yeah. no control. It's, exa- <laughs> it's exactly like that. And what I see a lot of times is uh, kids just coming out at the end of the cannon and just like falling right straight down <laughs> right like that old bit there's not enough uh, gunpowder in it but anyway he's he's about to soar so he's doing really well we're excited for him making more money than i am little sucker oh yeah well i mean you don't when you're in the pastoral life i know reverend summers and you're right. not probably not gonna be making buck no that's no, yeah. fine we're happy i get three squares a day obviously and i, I do want to say talking about our appearance, what's three squares a day three square meals oh Oh, here we, another, oh Start, here we go. Here we go. Away we go. We, we season, need another, we need season another two. segment of... Season two with cultural references that everyone in the world knows, but Sam Rushton can't oh, seem to wrap his head on. around three squares. Three squares. <sighs> I know. There's been multiple times you've said, oh how goodness. do you not know this reference? Away we go, people. I want to say, too, that I, I was so excited for our first podcast of season yeah. two that I dressed up. So I walked into the cafe this morning. Everyone's looking sideways at me because I have my Mackinac and my suspenders on and my uh, beaver skin hat and <laughs> my chaps, yeah, my wood chaps. And uh, they're like, um, what's going on? But I was really excited about it. And then someone else asked, well, isn't the podcast only audio? Why, yeah. why are you dressed up? I'm like, yeah, it is, but I just want to get, get in the, into the mood. I want to get in the mood. I got my my axe right here beside me. Yeah, I literally put on like a sweater and shorts with a ball cap. I'm like the farthest away from uh, from and yeah, I didn't even bother bringing my axe because um, I was so I made un- fun of. I was so uninspired when I saw you this morning. <laughs> so, how was your summer? We're we're yeah, it was we're good. going into the yeah. fall now, and uh, you had a good summer. I did, yeah. Um, I I was camp directing at Mirashi Valley Bible Camp. Had an amazing summer there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just this summer was very. I don't know how to put it, but like, we had like extra kids come through. We had extra staff, young people involved, and stuff like that. And a really 
good quality, I feel like, crew of young people that were volunteering and serving and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's just so exciting to be a part and see them get inspired to see them want to care for kids, to selflessly, like some of them were here for five, six weeks yeah. volunteering. Like, yes. yeah. um, that's just the reality of where we're, where the camp is currently at, where long-term would like to get to be able to, to have pay and stuff like that. But currently it's like they're, most of them, if they're not on like a grant, are volunteering 24 hours a day mm-hmm. for six days a week for five to six weeks. And by the end of the fifth week, you expect them to be done. And they are, some of them are still top quality. Like they're still going mm-hmm. and have energy and patience and love. And like, that's amazing for me to see the, the um, young people respond, like kids respond to then um, a leader who was there showing them love and respect and to help encourage them and walk through them. Like, especially our like uh, junior high week, we had so many um conversations with some young people that just needed um, to have a, a safe place to start talking about a difficulty, right? Whether right. it's a, a death of a friend, whether mm-hmm. it's difficulty with parents splitting, um, whether it's them wrestling through um, uh, what we're talking about as far as talking about Jesus and the gospel and being um, putting your faith in Jesus and, and them being maybe atheist or agnostic or mm-hmm. um, open to any religion. And then we're, tr- you know, we're trying to wrestle with them, talk through them, some of these things, and then being okay with them and saying, they're like all of a sudden, I don't know, there was one guy real- like partway through the week just being like, well, I don't know if I belong here. And I was like, don't ever think that. Like, just because you might say, well, I'm an atheist, I don't believe this. Don't, mm-hmm. I want you here and I'm glad that you're here. Yeah. And I'm not, at the end of the week, I'm not gonna be like upset or mad <laughs> you know, yeah. if you walk away still and ate this, that's not, that's not the point. Right. right. So, um, but, but I mean, hearing the gospel, like they got to hear the gospel. So for me, it's just so exciting to, I felt like me compared to the past two years, I had less hands on with everybody, but it was a more effective summer where I know more relationships were built and more that community, like our kind of, I was able to develop other people to be able to do that. So yeah, good. Great. And, you didn't, away, and yeah. you didn't lose any kids this year. Or, no. or your percentage of lost children <laughs> yeah. was way down, I heard. Yeah, lost yeah. children, yeah. yeah. Which is awesome because, uh, you know, when, when parents drop their kids off the first of the week, they expect to pick them up at the end. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you can't really tell them at the end of the week. It's like, well, you got to go find the bear that took them. So. Right. Yeah. But, you, I mean, that, that's, that's the other thing, too. I mean, I, I, I've been involved in summer camps all my, all my life, too, and watched my dad and mom. Uh, direct camp and I mean yeah. the, the pressure that's on a person that's in charge of oh, a, my word. A, a organization or a program like that with the, around the water you got the woods you got yeah. you know sharp sticks and stones and th- yeah. things that can be thrown and, and then they're there overnight and yeah, yeah it's wild it's good though uh, it's funny um, there's such an amazing this incredible experience that showed me stuff I need. So there's this one girl I was talking to about working on being kind to others. I was like, why don't we set this as a goal for you tomorrow? That tomorrow throughout the day, you can remind yourself, um, my goal for today is to be kind to these people. Mm-hmm. And I'll remind you of your goal. And I was like, now what we'll do, so it's fair, is I'm gonna set a goal. We'll set a goal for me. So that way tomorrow and the rest of the week, I'm going to think about this goal and you can remind me of this goal. So I was like, what do you think I need to work on? Immediately the girl's like, um, you need to be more patient with people when either you're upset or they're upset. I noticed this about you. Okay. There's like a, like eight year old girl. <laughs> she just tagged. Uh, you. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Let's do that. All summer long. <laughs> 
every single day I, that was burning in the back of my head and I realized how impatient I am. Wow. I, and even to this day, I, I realize how angry I get, Yes. how in my head I end up hating people, like being angry towards them, mm. losing my patience and it has haunted me from that day on. Nice. Nice. It's not nice. I hate it. <laughs> oh, it's good. So there, you're going to treat me differently in season two. We're going to recognize. Absolutely not. We're going to recognize the difference right here, live on the air. I've been told that people like the banter, so I'm going to keep on, oh, keep on railing you. Would, if you're writing in, commenting, saying that you like the way that Sam treats me. With love. Please, please stop writing. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, it, was a, it was a good summer. Too. Was it a good summer for you? How about around the Crave Grounds, Vogue Theater, Eastside Church? Yeah, we were busy here in town, and uh, we, uh, me and my family, we, uh, we get away, Jody and I got away first of the year, um, but we tried to take little staycations, little breaks yeah. through the summer. It was a nice summer. I got out of town as often as I could, tried to get to the woods, did some uh, skinny dipping in the Northwest River. Did you actually? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I try to get naked in in the nature as often as possible. <laughs> Why you don't? Um, I think it needs to be part of being a shantyman is is being naked in the woods, chopping appropriately. Let let me. What does that let, mean? Let appropriately. Me just, well, appro- there's no there in in my uh, opinion. There should be no mixed skinny dipping. That never happens in my life. In fact, I'm usually completely alone uh, when I do it. But uh, yeah. With so your wife. If you're ever on the Northwest River, just tramping through the woods, uh, make some noise <laughs> so I can hear you coming. <laughs> no, it was great. We, we had a good time up at the, uh, up on the river and in the woods and I got some property there and I just go for walks with my dog and. Oh yeah. Which is, which is interesting. You got too, a dog then since the last podcast, uh, no, last season? We always had a puppy. She's, she turns, uh, she just turned a year old. In September. Thanks. Thanks, Sam, for knowing so much about my life. Yeah, her name's uh, Lily. And the, the nice thing, or not the nice thing, the, 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 the actual horrible thing about taking her to the woods is, is she's so skittish and scared of every single thing that it oh, like yeah. puts me off too. Like I'll step onto the trail and she'll mm. get a sense, which animals do. They get, a, they get like this sixth sense of something that's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And then she gets her, the hairs on the back of her head, uh, back of her of her back stand up she gets on guard she actually comes around and goes behind me which makes me feel real good because i was like well you know you're not going to be any help in a fight here (laughs) bear step out onto the trail and she can run much faster than me so um, she'll be gone and you'll be oh she'd just leave me bent over breathing like (laughs) yeah it's like that old adage i don't have to outrun the bear i just have to outrun you yes that's right (laughs) like i'm fine (laughs) i'm fine here i'm gone yeah so Uh, good we get out we get out of uh we get out of the city as often as we could and just took a break yeah yeah that's good so looking back on season one let's do a little bit of a of a review here okay teacher what were some well, yeah <laughs> not that we're going to relearn anything we learned what uh, were some what were some highlights for you looking at uh, looking back on season one some highlights um oh man that's a good question i wish you had told, asked me that before so i could thought of it. I, I listened to a few of them over again actually did you yeah 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 over the over the summer and i and, and not just not because I, I like to hear myself. No, see, talk. I'm I I don't want to like I, I listen to write notes 
uh, on our descriptions and titles and stuff like that. Um, and we had a guy um, who was helping us, Dan Rice, who was helping us do them too. So he, he you know, but um, that that was all I could take was that one time on a episode. And a lot of times I didn't even want to, I don't know, just something about what I say. I'm like, really? You're an idiot. You know, to myself, <laughs> or I would be like, why would you say that? Or that makes no sense. Or your voice sounds like you're like got uh, carrots up your nose or something like, you know, something, <laughs> something ridiculous like that. So, um, so I haven't gone back and re-listened to it. Um, but, um, I don't know. Like, I think, uh, I, I think I, I really liked having guests on. Yes. Yeah. I, I just think there's something that goes beyond, um, what we have to say. Um, you know, that they're able to kind of bring in a new perspective of the conversation. Um, yeah, the, the Steve Poltz episode was pretty memorable for me and yeah. having him. And, and I, I listened to that one again, actually. And, uh, there was some, <laughs> some surprising moments during that, during that episode that was, uh, that was really funny for me. And then he, you know, he, he surprised us both and then kind of, kind of made us both uncomfortable. So that was, kinda, oh, yeah. that was kind of fun. And then, yeah. Uh, you know, so we'll see, we'll, we'll, we may even see Steve Poltz back, um, in season two. I'd love to have him on again. Yeah. I, I've been watching him as he tours too, cause he does quite a, quite a few interviews and, and, uh, yeah. and, and such. There was a few moments too. I think like I really enjoyed when, um, uh, we had a guy and we didn't really name him, but, uh, we had him on and he really kind of opened up about a few things that were fairly difficult and kind of process that. And even Nathaniel being on, which I, I think uh, is always good when uh, I've been reading, I read last year a lot about um, the brain and, and sharing stories and what that has to do with shame and different things like that, mm. where if you share stories of your own life with other people, it actually helps in the healing process for yourself and others for yourself, yeah. because you're, you're not keeping it in and allowing it to trap you. Um, and you're allowing other people to affirm, affirm you or encourage you through that. And then the flip side for other people is then they get to know that other people struggle with it. They get to relate with it. Um, there's different things in the brain that take place that actually helps, you know, with those processes. So I think that's really cool when one, we can be honest, we can have, uh, and share about difficulty or share about things in the world. Like I think this season, definitely we're going to tap into some of the conversations that are, you know, privy to our culture, mm -hmm. which will be difficult um, for both us and probably hears at different times. Um, and we won't always agree with each other. But that's, that's life. Yeah. Um, so we won't get offended. You won't get offended, hopefully. <laughs> um, uh, but, um, you know, being able to kind of share that way. And then, man, something that's been so encouraging to me is having people respond, like yeah. talking to different people and then be like, not tooting my horn. Um, I don't, not necessarily them being because like, they you guys are awesome, but right. They don't necessarily say that either. No, no. It's more <laughs> like, yeah, I've been listening to the podcast and this really made me think, or like, I really appreciated, appreciated this part or can you guys talk about this? Cause I, you know, so those kinds of things where it's like to know that there's other people that are, you guys are part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. So the things that are meaningful to you, you're sharing with, and then two, you're able to kind of give back to us. So that way we're reforming and reshaping and knowing what we are, where to put our finger on in the conversation. And, um, in that same sense being challenged and, uh, you know, yeah. 
And, and if you're listening to and you you've never reached out to us to let you know let us know that you're listening we want to we, we encourage you to do that first of all you can go to our facebook page and just drop us a, yeah. a, a dm or even you know make a a comment on the on the post um you know you can email us uh we'd we'd take private emails and in fact this year we'd really like to do some listener mail uh a listener mail segment so uh you can kind of be thinking about what you yeah. might, might want to send in well we're doing uh we're potentially uh do, redoing our space we're recording um yeah. so it would be sweet to have a few little you know things to kind of put in that area would it not be oh yeah that'd be oh, great yeah. yeah if you got some kind of swag that you want to send us swag. that swag. we can swag. pin up on the wall i don't know does it need to be hangable swag <laughs> no no <laughs> it can be wearable <laughs> It can Hangable, be wearable. wearable, settable. It has to be you can set it on a table or something. Okay. Um, yep. Hang up. I don't know. Send us some Anything junk. Able. Send us some junk, and we'll uh, yes. we'll try to work it into the set here at the studio. Yeah, that would be fun. And yeah, so we're going to try to engage with you folks a little bit better this year in season two. Um, we we uh, some of the most memorable uh, episodes that we had last year were suggestions from listeners. Mm-hmm. I know uh, uh, Matt uh, uh, had sent out Matt MacArthur had sent out a couple of great uh, suggestions, and we took them up on at least one of them the the uh, the environment uh, episode, which mm-hmm. I'd really like to revisit again. I don't think we did. Uh, I don't think we wrestled that one completely to the ground and we've had some new, uh, stuff come up just over the summer and, and things that I think are pertinent to, um, to culture and to even to faith and Christianity and so on. Speaking of that, what do you feel like this season holds for our listeners? What does this season hold? Yeah. Season two, we're coming into season two. I mean, this is, we're not really topicking this, this conversation. We're just kind of getting back into it. Right. 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 Uh, so what, like what should the listener expect coming into season two? Well, I think, I think as usual, what we always try to do here is to be as open and honest as possible as we can be. And, uh, and I think we're, I think that's going to continue. I think as we get comfortable with this medium, uh, podcast, you always get comfortable with each other, Sam, you and I as, as hosts and co-hosts or whatever. And then as we get more comfortable and brave in just putting ourselves out there and, and exposing some of the um, inconsistencies and the hurts that we uh, have that that fape, uh, shape and form our beliefs and our thoughts and our mm-hmm. ideas, uh, we're all about, and, and you know, this is one of the problems in society and culture right now is um, conversations are so, are, are being shut down right now, mm. like, like, uh, people, they, they don't want to feel that tension yep. uh, between uh, people with differing ideas. Mm-hmm. And so the Shannonman podcast, with with all of the things that we want to try to do, and we do have a, a list of things, and they would be priorities. Uh, maybe not the greatest priority, but certainly one of the priorities is to get conversations started. Yeah. And, and to not walk away and to shy away from those conversations. Well, but it's interesting, even this morning before we were recording, like we were um, talking and there was a couple of topics that were coming up that could potentially be more sensitive. And I, I felt like a almost a, a bit of tension in myself, just wondering what the other people that were part of the conversation were thinking. Sure. As we were talking. Yeah. And afterwards i'm like i don't under why do i have to feel that way and i realize it's because there is definitely a uh, overall tension in society that i feel where there's too much offense going on people are getting too attached to certain perspectives or identities yes, yeah. that when you then 
talk about your perspective of what you feel is right or wrong or truth um, or what values you hold. Yes. If they don't line up with the values that the other person holds, yeah. then that's hatred that is offensive. Mm-hmm. And then it does cause breaks in relationships. So almost for the sake of saving relationship, I, I feel tense. And yet mm-hmm. I don't want to because I don't feel like conversation. I feel like conversation has moved in the past few years towards being either agreeable and all one side or 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 there is no relationship almost right, right? Yeah. and i really do appreciate i really appreciate when i get together with other people who we we don't agree but are still able to hold relationship right yeah. Yeah. and i mean me i'm convicted in the sense of i always want someone to to have faith in the gospel of jesus yes. but i understand that not everyone is going to in this this life yeah. so i don't want to necessarily just have all these breaks in relationships because of that. But I also understand the Bible does say people are going to get offended when yeah. we talk about um, what we believe is true. And, and I think as, as someone, you and I are, that are leading a faith-based, religion-based podcast, I mean, we of all people need to be prepared to be challenged and, you know, right. disagreeable uh, or, or whatever. And that, I just, you know, that's one of the big problems. I and I said this before. It's, it's, you know, it's a problem in culture right now. Is everyone wants to be, you know, partisan. They all want to be on the same side of an issue. And if mm-hmm. if, if not, they don't even want to. They don't even want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. So I think this year we're gonna we're going to push in, lean in a little bit heavier on some of those. I, I you know, part of the part of what you know, being on the uh, having you know sixteen, seventeen episodes behind you as you kind of build up that. Um, you you kind of put invest in people's lives, and you, in and then people are able to trust you and get to know you a little bit better, and uh, and so I think we can start reinvesting that investment and start mm-hmm. being allowed, perhaps, to say some of the things that we maybe wanted to say in episode in season one, but it was a little too early, a little too, <laughs> a little too soon. I just like it now as thinking back that our last podcast um was titled we're going to offend everybody and then actually thinking about what we talked about being like we didn't really actually think we were going to offend we just knew it's like in reality people will take offense to certain things even though we didn't think anything that we said was actually offensive no and we weren't actually trying to offend people no you just wait we're, we're gonna we kind of we kind of we baited people with that title really it was it was <laughs> clickbait totally clickbait. yeah Oh, definitely. So we should have saved that title for some upcoming episodes because oh, I know we're yeah. going to get into things that are um, just a little bit more uh, unplanned. What do you think then should be the people's response if they don't agree with something we say? Uh, to try to get us canceled. <laughs> try to get us canceled? Yeah. I, yeah. I, would, I would suggest a letter writing campaign to the paper. Um, maybe shoot some video out in front of the Vogue Theater, perhaps. Um, yeah. So if you disagree with us, do everything you can do to get us to stop saying what we're saying. <laughs> no, of course. That I'm, is not. Of course I'm being cheeky. Little cheeky. But, uh, what, what was the question again? Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> What's, say someone's listening and they're like, oh my goodness, 
that's offensive or I'm offended or I do not agree whatsoever or th- how could they say that? What should they, how should they respond? Well, if, what they're, should be if, the- if they're local, I have an open door policy in, in my office. I mean, I've had tons of conversations with people just recently that disagreed with. And at his house, you can go to his house. <laughs> come to my house. I just doxed myself. Address. Here's my yeah. address. Uh, no, don't come to my house, please. But yeah, open door policy. I'd love to have a coffee with you. Sit knee to knee. I think that's the best way to do that. Um, certainly, again, write us an email, uh, send us a DM. But then be open to having uh, a, a response. Yeah, you know, don't don't just sit behind your keyboard and just you know lambaste us and then not expect us to respond. Well, that's the thing. I think we've been talking about a lot about um, and have been pushed by Ironhouse to want to be able to even potentially be more conversational. So, like on Facebook, we want you guys to be a part of a conversation and to actually build a community on Facebook where we can talk about these things. But in the same sense, we it's not the it's not like the war grounds. We're not creating a space to be, to go to battle with no, each other. No, no, So even in disagreeing, like I've seen plenty of Facebook, YouTube, whatever threads where just tear each other apart type thing because they disagree over certain things that are quote unquote so offensive. Yes. Like, no, we don't, that's not, we don't want that to be, a, we want to be a place to have a conversation and And I think we've, about, I, yeah. I think we've taken the first step too because we've had, you know, a couple of people in here and in, in studio here already and on our podcast that, would not share our values oh, whatsoever. No. Yeah. We, we, uh, you know, rather than, rather than keeping, you know, them away from us and kind of building a big fence around giving them even a voice mm-hmm. to say what they're, what they believe, which is unfortunately what the church and Christianity has, you know, has been guilty of in the past, just shutting down any, any sort of, well, yeah, you but know, outside voice or, or I, I think conversation. potentially that might be a bit upon, though um, like on fear like a level of fear like if we allow this person who's an atheist to communicate with you are you guys like i think the, the a few questions would be well are you approving what he's saying or right. how could you give that person a platform to potentially educate or convert someone the other way yes yeah and my perspective is is going to be <laughs> at this point in the, in the world it doesn't matter no everyone no. you've heard it right it, yeah. it's not going to be because we bring on an atheist that someone's going to all of a sudden convert from Christianity to atheism. Mm-hmm. It's all around, right? Yeah. What we're trying to do is have that person on to get their perspective to a better understand it and then be able to say, well, this is what we think about and this is our response. So it's actually supposed to be a healthy conversation of this is what we believe is as truth. Um, and we could sit down all day and talk with people who believe exactly the same thing as us and get nowhere, Right. Right, and, and then everyone it, just is listening and nodding their nodding, head. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Which, which I find myself in a lot of circles with people that believe exactly what I believe, and that's one of the reasons why I've enjoyed this experience of church planting and and you know forcing myself and my family and and my congregants, um, you know, in into the community in a in a, a I guess a bigger way than what most churches are used to. Um, but even to take what you said a, a, a step further. Um, you know, not not only just giving, not only just understanding that the conversation can be had, but trusting that truth is is found when those conversations happen. So if we're if we're driving towards truth, mm-hmm. right, and what is real, um, we never get there by only having one side of the conversation, you know, or having only one idea um, put forward. You know, truth is found when you have a multitude of ideas on any one topic and everyone is allowed to share 
you know, it gets tested. People, pe- people kind of even try it on. You and I have both been experienced experienced that in life when we had an idea and we tried it and <laughs> see if mm-hmm. it worked and it didn't. It was yeah. it, so it wasn't truth, right? It wasn't true, and people need to be allowed to voice their truth with the understanding is that they might be wrong. Yeah, and I yeah, because there is there is absolute truth, and I think that's where I differ from a lot of people that I have conversations with a lot of times too. Because you know, there's this big thing out, and we're getting probably deeper than we want to get on this topic. But the the idea out there that that's your truth, this is my Mm -hmm. truth. No, I believe in absolute truth. If we so, but then if we differ on something, you know, one of us is probably wrong. But that's the thing. So I guess the part of the fear maybe of in that or or trying to figure is. If you have a bunch of people who are saying things that aren't what you are saying, like say for instance we say, oh, we we believe the Bible, what yeah. the Bible says, and someone who comes on who does not believe the Bible, so they're saying those things. Like, I, it it it's hard I think for some people to be like, well, but if they're not saying stuff that's from the Bible, it must not be absolute truth. So there's no way you should have them on your podcast to be able to talk about it. Right? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like if you have a bunch of people, quote unquote, people's truths in a room. And then you pick which is the absolute truth. I think a lot of people would say, well, no, if, if there's absolute truth in the Bible, you don't need those people. You just say, what is the absolute truth from the Bible? Yes. So how do you respond to that? Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> then what? I wouldn't respond. We talked about that in episode 17. Go back and listen to no, it. No, we didn't. It was so good. Did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I guess for me, in that perspective, it's just, it's just refining and knowing knowing better what I believe in compar- comparison, right? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I want to be a hermit that lives under a rock. No. Um, and that way, when I talk to people in the world and I'm talking about Bible things, <laughs> it's like, well, you have no idea, you know, it, I, how do I serve people and talk to people about Bible if I don't even know what is actually out there of belief sure. and how it, how it conflicts or matches up to what I say? Because that's another thing too, is I think sometimes Christians can be like, well, no, this is truth, but there is truth outside of just the Bible. Like mm-hmm. there are things that are true. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like I am married. That is truth. Right. right? So I think there's there is things. It's just what what we, um, how we align it. I feel personally with the Bible and saying it does fit in with the overall picture. It does fit in with what is truth. So. You know, I think sometimes it's interesting talking about those kinds of things. Yeah, good. Yeah. So I think season two is going to be full of uh, a lot of interesting guests. Uh, we want to have some, we, we already have some guests lined up. Some that have been through, uh, you know, real tragedy, uh, perhaps have gone through it or going through it uh, now. So we're really excited to hear their perspective. And, and as mm-hmm. always, what we really want to bring, because this is what we're all about, I, I've said before, we're kind of a one-trick pony here. We want to bring everything back to this idea that we are not alone, uh, that that we're, you know, we didn't, we're not here by accident as human beings, that there is um, a God that uh, has created us on purpose and has a purpose for us. So we kind of want to all kind of bring that perspective and get perspective on that from all of these folks that we have in. So I'm really excited <laughs> about that. There's going to be more scubula shared. Scubula. More scubula. So uh, be looking forward to that. If you don't know what that means, uh, go back and have a listen to. I actually uh, recently just got put in my place, uh, not put in my place, but brought that term up in a really just awkward spot where someone listened to the podcast <laughs> and it was not the setting. It was a very formal setting. And oh, the person no. said something that was like, oh, what is scubula saying? 
<laughs> oh, no. I'm like, you sneaky little. And the guy, guys, anyways, he was, I love him. But he, was he uh, oh yeah, he was setting me up hardcore. Oh. Yeah, because I have a bit of like, I honestly, even, I bet even know. I know who that is. Yeah, probably. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, but I, I do. I honestly have a little bit of this uh, almost fear thing of when people listen to it. You yeah. know, oh, what, are they gonna you, be? You're living a double life, Sam. What, no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Your podcast, <laughs> Sam, and then your everywhere else, Sam. What is that? What does that mean? Well, why would you be afraid that of people finding out what you're saying on the podcast? Um, be, just because so many people disagree on so many different things. Oh, yeah. So you, you don't have anyone specifically in mind when you say that? Uh, no, no, I'm not thinking of like one person, or anyone, no. or any community. Um, no, not necessarily. No, no, just in general. <laughs> well, I release you of that fear. I release you. I release you. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Victor. I feel just one hundred percent better now. <laughs> you, it just worked. We're we're you must uh, be a prophet I, of the I'm, Lord. I'm hoping I'm hoping to do a uh, a live podcast. Uh, that's a goal of mine this year. So uh, we'll see if we can't pull that off as well. That would actually be fun here at the vote. Oh, it'd be so fun, yeah. super fun. Yeah, and you get to see me in my suspenders. Yeah. Good. Anything else you want to say? No, uh, I think that's good. All right. Well, I want you to go into episode two of season two expecting some really good things. We're excited to be with you guys uh, through this season, through this year, the highs and lows and the good conversations. We're so glad you joined us. Shannyman Podcast. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Blessings. Blessings.